For the last 26 years, I've been rocking stages, playing in clubs, and having a lot of fun as a DJ and turntablist. And in that time, I've seen and learned a lot. Now it's time for me to share that knowledge by answering the questions that can help you to become a better DJ. I'm DJ TLM, and this is the Share the Knowledge Podcast for DJs. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. One, two, one, two, what's going on? Welcome to the Share the Knowledge Podcast for DJs. I'm your host, DJ TLM, and this is my Q&A show for DJs. I use this podcast to share my 25-plus years of DJ experience, and sometimes I just answer questions. Sometimes I'll put in my two cents about some DJ-related topics, and sometimes I just share some personal experiences. Now, this is Episode 8, Season 2. Welcome if this is your first time checking me out. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you're not familiar with what I do, like I said, I'm a DJ. I've been DJing for over 25 years. I'm a club DJ. I'm a tour DJ. I've been touring with an artist out of Amsterdam called Brain Power for the last 21 years. And in that time, we've done over 3,500 live shows. I've done live radio. I've been a co-presenter of a TV show on MTV here in the Netherlands. Uh, I've been a mixtape DJ. I've been a session DJ where I've recorded scratches for several projects for different artists, national and international. I've created mixtapes for other artists, promo material. I've produced tracks for certain artists. I do a lot of beats for my own YouTube channel. That's DJ TLM TV, where you can find over 400 free DJ-related videos, all educational material. So the podcast is just another way for me to, like I said, share my two cents, share my experience. And at the same time, I learn a lot from all of the questions I receive because as you may or may not know, even if you have a lot of experience as a DJ, that is only your experience. And we all have our own different adventures when it comes to this uh, DJ journey. Uh, you could be DJing for 10 years and in your 10 years, you've experienced totally different things than I've experienced being the DJ that I am. Now, just to elaborate a little bit, I started as a hip-hop DJ. I still consider myself at heart to be a hip-hop DJ, even though I've been playing multiple genres for years and years and years. But at the core, I'm definitely a hip-hop DJ slash turntablist. Hip-hop is my main genre, but I play hip-hop, R&B, soul funk. I'll play some reggae, dancehall. I like certain electronic music, UK garage, two-step, I like uh, dubstep, trap. I like all sorts of music. And actually, I'm currently in a position where I'm trying to find myself and find the path I want to travel during this time of my career. Now, I want to talk about personal development, but not just on like a personal level, but business-wise as well. But I want to talk about personal development because I believe we're living in an era, in a day and age, where it's easier than ever to develop yourself. And I can honestly say I've learned more skills that have been useful for me in life and business after school than I did during my entire time in school. And the internet has played a major part in that. I was talking to another DJ today, and we were talking about the fact that there's always people who like to complain about our current uh, state of events, state of being. 
they all live with this mindset that it all used to be better. While I've definitely been someone who feels that it is better now than it ever was before. Now, of course, there are certain changes that you might not feel are for the better. But overall, if I compare what is possible now compared to, let's say, 20 years ago, it is incredible. And I feel pretty blessed that I actually got to experience that time when we were faced with more limitations than we currently are. So you can say I paid my dues and I had to learn the hard way, uh, and I absolutely love that, but that also created an appreciation for all the tools and all the access that we have now that make doing creative things or, like, like I said, de developing myself so much easier. And that's something I absolutely love. So, yeah, that's basically what I want to talk about today, the personal development. Now, I'm going to just stick to myself and maybe some parts of this story uh, mo may motivate you or help you out. Maybe you're currently facing the same type of situations. Now, in my case, that's probably going to be something that's going to appeal more to the older DJs that have been in it a little bit longer, but I also want to make sure that I'm addressing you, the young one, the beginner DJ, because it is a fact that a lot of you growing up now don't really realize all of the options and possibilities you have because you grew up with all of these things already in place. And I mean, I can see that when I look at my own kids. They're growing up with certain things and they're viewing certain things as totally normal, where for us, the older generations, it is definitely not something that was normal. And you can find all sorts of uh, examples when it comes to that. Let's just for a fact name something. It's totally not DJ related. But just the fact that we're all used to just checking out Netflix to find something to watch when we have some free time, being a series, a documentary, a movie, you name it. And I had to explain to my son last week that back in the days, if I had some free time and I wanted to check out a movie, I had to step out the door, go to the video store where I had to go through walls of videotapes, look at the covers and the titles, pick them out, look on the back, read what the story was all about, pick a movie, pay for that movie to rent it for a day, take it back home, watch it, and the next day I had to rewind and return it. Now, he was looking at me with big eyes like, all of that trouble just to see a movie? Yes, and I remember back in the days, to me, that was already a blessing, that you could actually go to a store and rent the newest movies and watch them at home. That was already something that I saw as luxury. And if you tell someone today that story, they're looking at you like, wow, you had to go through so much work. So that's what I mean when I say a lot of times uh, the current generation might not even realize how good we have it now. Now, just to touch on a couple of different things, uh, when I say I'm developing myself, I'm talking physically, mentally, business-wise, all aspects. So if we're talking about the physical aspect, I've talked about this before 
in vlogs on my YouTube channel. And um, basically, I'm just trying to make sure that for this next part of my life, I turn myself into the healthiest version of myself. I want to make sure that if it is up to me, I live a lot longer. I want to set an example when it comes to my kids that they can see that when dad found a certain goal, he worked hard for it to make it happen. That's the type of example I want to set. And to be honest, I just know I feel better when I physically feel better. So it's been going pretty well, I have to say. In the last three months, I've lost over 20, let me count that correct. I'm not used to pounds every time I have to think. I'm thinking in kilos here in Europe. Um, so that's over 12 kilos. So that's like 25 pounds. I've lost over 25 pounds in the last three months. I've adjusted my nutrition. I've made some drastic choices in life to really cut out certain things. Now, in my case, that was uh, soda and energy drinks. So this was not like a temporary decision, like I'm going to cut back. I've tried that before. Now, this time, it is a conscious decision that I made that I must change this in my life. So I'm not drinking that again. That is not part of my life anymore. Now, I've also changed my nutrition. I wasn't eating that bad, but I wanted to make sure I started to eat better. But more importantly, I started to eat less because even when it came to the healthy food, I just like to eat a lot of it. And I was getting to a point that I was just getting too heavy. Uh, that makes you feel less fit. It's not good for your joints. Um, not the most important thing to me, but it is a fact. You will look less, less healthy. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely on the right path when it comes to that. And I've also talked about sleep. I may sleep a priority to make sure that I sleep hopefully eight hours a day. Sometimes it's not going to be possible, but for most days, that is the goal I'm reaching for. Now, if I wake up earlier, that's not a problem. But if I get a chance, I'll get those hours in. You feel more fresh, more sharp when you get your sleep. Uh, you lose weight better when you sleep well. You recover from workouts better when you sleep well. You name it. Now, how is that DJ related? Well, even if you're a DJ, you want to make sure that you stay healthy because if you feel better, it also allows you to perform better. Keep that in mind. Now, understand if you're still young, if you're in your 20s right now, you can probably do whatever you want to do and you'll feel fine or you'll be able to DJ. I get it. I've been there. But soon as you reach that 30, you cross that 30, things start to feel differently. And if you want to be in your 40s and you still want to go out and play and feel good, you want to make sure you're paying attention to your health. Now, I'm also in a position, uh, luckily, that I don't smoke or drink. That's going to help out a lot as well because I've seen plenty of people who are younger than me who I saw just grow old really fast because of certain habits. And they're like 10 years younger than me, but they look 10 to 20 years older than me now. Uh, yeah, so I, that's not going to be an issue for me because I don't do that. So I'm on the right path when it comes to uh, the physical aspect, just working on my health. Now, being more fit is my main focus. I want to make sure that my endurance is 
way up. It's not there yet, but that is my main goal. So hopefully within this year or by the end of this year, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. Um, that's just the goal I have, and I can feel the way it's making me feel now, so I know I'm going to feel even better once I get further along this journey. Now, it affects you mentally as well, so I feel sharper, I have more clarity, and I'm also making more conscious decisions to better uh, uh, other sides of life as well. I don't want to make sure I treat people uh, even better than I did before. I want to make sure I'm not wasting time. Um, yeah, just a lot of things that can improve my life and the life of my loved ones, my fam. Uh, that's important to me. Now, all of those things combined also make it that I'm more focused on the business aspect. Uh, my DJ career. I don't really want to call it a DJ career anymore because DJing is still something I do. Uh, I still have some gigs. I still do a lot of shows with brain power. So I'm still active. I'm still behind those decks. I get it on uh, whenever I have shows. But of course, um, a large part of my business has become all about creating content. The YouTube channel has turned my life around and I was able to use all of the experience that I gained throughout the years and share that experience in video format. And I'm doing the same thing here with the podcast, of course, with the audio format. Uh, but that has also led to new connections, new opportunities. So that has become uh, definitely a bigger part of my income and of my focus. So I'm spending more time on creating content right now than I am spending time on the DJ career. But I know for a fact that I will at some point start to spend a lot more time on DJing again, but right now it's just not the main focus. And I want to focus on this more now. Uh, having said that, uh, I'm currently really looking, let me get rid of the phone for a sec. I'm currently really uh, focusing on a next step that I should have taken years ago, and that is really turning this into a business. Because having a YouTube channel is really not a business. I mean, you can turn that into a business. It can lead to certain opportunities. And some people will just have a YouTube channel and have crazy brand deals that will provide them with all the income they need. Uh, that's not the type of channel I have. I don't have those views and numbers to really do a lot of that. Um, but I do have some nice deals or at least connections with DJ-related brands. That's how I'm able to do reviews, and sometimes I will get equipment, so that's pretty cool. But there are so many ways that you can also turn this into a business, so I'm really focusing on that more. And one of the first things I will be doing in the very near future is releasing my first DJ course. So if you're checking out this podcast clip or if you're listening to the podcast, um, if you have any type of things you would like me to create a course about, you can let me know on social or you can just send me an email, maybe even better. Send me an email, share the knowledge at djtlm.com if you would like to see certain DJ courses. Now, 
I'm not talking about YouTube videos on my YouTube channel. I'm talking about actual courses that I'll be selling. So that's a different aspect. This is not part of YouTube and I will just continue to make content for YouTube and you can find free content on there, new content all the time. That's not changing. But I just know for a fact that I'm missing out because I don't have the actual business part on lock. And I should have that. I should be able to create content on one end, but at the same time also really start to um, have a real business with some real income. Because YouTube, it's cool, but the YouTube ads, um, yeah, you can't call that an income. It's a little extra, but it's not something that's going to really... Uh, earn you a lot of money unless you get millions of views per video that's definitely not the case for the type of videos I mostly make um, so yeah I'm constantly trying to develop myself by learning everything I can about all new things that are available so if I'm talking about the courses I want to do and I'm starting out with one course that's going to be uh, absolute beginner course for people who are starting out now to make sure they DJ the right way. So I'm going to have one course that's going to be totally focused on the fundamentals for all beginner DJs. This is where they should start. So that's going to talk about all of the basics to really go in depth and take a look at counting music, beat matching, the type of transitions you can make, how you should use your equipment, you name it. So if you're new to DJing, that's a course you will want to look into. That's going to be the start. That is something I've been wanting to do for years. I want to get that out the way, have it out there. And after that, I'm going to look at making some specific courses that might be really niche. But if I know that there's a lot of people out there that want to see a course like that, um, yeah, I'm going to be happy to make that. But in order to get your courses online, you're going to have to do some research as well. So I use the internet and I found out what I needed to find out um, how I'm going to do that. So in my case, uh, I had to find uh, an LMS that I'm going to use, a learning management system, if I'm not mistaken about that, um, because I'm not going to develop that entire thing myself. I have my own website. I use WordPress for that, if you're familiar with that. Um, I learned how to use WordPress over the years and I'm able to build like a basic but pretty okay website, but you still have to do a lot of maintenance to make sure that your website is always on point, update everything, you name it. Now, I am not going to go into creating an entire website and build a course into that and payment systems and you name it because that's going to be way too much work and I might not even do it right. But luckily, again, nowadays we live in an era where you have services that will allow you to just have your course on there and the entire structure back end is already made. Um, so in my case, I'll probably go with Thinkific or Teachable, one of those two. Um, so I've been really looking into a lot of different services, but it's going to be one of those two um, to make that happen. But all of that takes some, um, some research. You have to open yourself up to spend time to learn about a lot of new things, even if you end up not using that at all. So I lo looked into 
probably 10 different services, looked at all sorts of review videos, compare all sorts of stats, you name it. Um, and at the end, you're going to use one. And you spend a lot of time researching all the others as well, but that's what you have to do in order to come to uh, the correct conclusion. Now, same thing with uh, basically anything else, like video editing. I had to learn how to edit my videos. I was using one piece of software, Sony Vegas. Then I switched to Mac. Sony Vegas didn't work on a Mac. I had to switch to Adobe Premiere. Uh, so I had to learn how to use that, invest my time. Now, was it a waste of time that I first learned on Vegas, even though I'm using Premiere now? No, it's definitely not because I still gained experience within the video editing uh, world, within just that environment. And even though the two software systems aren't the same, you can still take what you learned from the first piece of software and implement some of that experience into your next um, software. Same thing applies to DJing. You might start out with virtual DJ, and after that you might switch to Serato. Maybe even after that you switch to Rekordbox DJ. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's a waste of time that you started with some other software because you still learned things with that before you moved on to something else. And that experience can always come in handy. Plus, having the actual experience is going to allow you to have a way better opinion uh, on why this is going to work better for you than that. That's something I always try to explain to people. There's no best for everyone. You're going to have your personal preferences. I'm going to have my personal preferences. And uh, the reason why I'm pretty clear on what I like and what I don't need is because I used and tried a lot of different things. I'm not just going to go by looking at a list of features and that's going to tell me everything I need to know. Now, maybe in the current day and age, I can do that. But before I knew what half of those things meant, I wouldn't have had a clue on how to judge which thing was right for me. Um, so, yeah, experience helps you out with that as well. Um, oh, yeah. On that note, I always get a million questions from people about what type of equipment they should buy. And what I'm saying now is what I mentioned in a lot of videos, that it's all about personal preference. Uh, but I am in the process right now of creating, um, let's say, a short guide slash checklist that you can use to at least guide you in the right direction when it comes to buying new DJ gear. So I'm working on that. As soon as I finish that, uh, I'm going to put that out there so you can download that for free. Um, so make no mistake, that's not some magic tool that's going to tell you you need to buy this or you need to buy that, but it's going to help you to narrow it down to at least a small list of devices because that's the thing. There's so many options out there, and if you've never used any of that, you would have to personally go try all of that out for you to come to that conclusion. So if I can help you by narrowing it down for you without you having to use everything, I'm going to do that because I already have the experience with all of those different devices. Uh, and I'm still learning. I'm still trying out every time that I can. So I'm not saying you shouldn't try out, but I just know that it's physically not going to be possible for you to try out every different player controller on the market. 
maybe they don't even have certain stuff in your area. So maybe you're seeing a lot of devices and you're wondering if there's something for you. Hopefully with my checklist, we can already like check some of the boxes to see if that certain device is even something you need to consider or not. So yeah, man, that's just one of the things I like to do. I like to uh, share my experience in that way as well. Uh, so again, as soon as I have that guide checklist, whatever I'm going to call it, done, it's going to be available for free just to have it out there. And hopefully that's going to help a lot of you to make uh, a better decision because I also don't want to see people spend too much money on equipment and then find out that A, they're not that interested in DJing after all, or that the device has a lot of features that they never use. And trust me, I know uh, over 25 or let's say 23 years ago, I used to work in a DJ record shop audio store um, combo. So we sold records, but we also had equipment. Sometimes you would see young boys come in 14 years old with a rich daddy and that daddy would buy them a brand new total set. Uh, at that time, th that was way before the CDJ 2000s, but I think the thousand was out. And you would have kids come in and their dad would buy them a brand new set with two of the most expensive players and a mixer. And you could just tell that those kids didn't even really know if DJing is something they wanted to do. And sometimes we even got the feedback that two months later, the kid wasn't using it anymore. And the parents would have spent like uh, a couple of thousand, thousand on uh, DJ gear. So I want to make sure I prevent people from doing that. And especially if you are in a budget, please stay away from all of the expensive stuff when you first start out. Make sure you find out first if DJing is something you actually want to do or if it's something that's just fun to do every once in a while. You don't want to spend thousands of uh, euros or dollars for something that's fun every once in a while unless you're just loaded. You're so rich that it doesn't matter. Uh, in that case, do you and go out and buy the most expensive stuff. But for most of us, that is not the case. So you want to make sure you're spending your money wisely. All right. So back to the development, man. I just like to talk. I'm, I'm dedicating this episode to this subject because I feel it's important to mention because I do see, like I said, you have a younger generation that takes a lot of things for granted. And I want to make sure that a lot of you understand how many opportunities you have to educate yourself, to better yourself, develop yourself, uh, create new opportunities for yourself by developing yourself. And to the older generation who feels that all of that new stuff is something they shouldn't even look at. And they're neglecting the fact that there's a lot of options out there to expand and look beyond what you're possibly doing now. Because if you're still only DJing, when maybe at the same time, you could be doing a lot more. That could be anything. I know people that started out as DJs, and currently they still DJ for fun, but they turned uh, their musical knowledge into a career of now creating music for TV shows. And they learned all of that on the fly as well, just by looking at the internet, uh, found production software, schooled themselves on how to do that, learned a little bit about video editing, and now they're working at uh, 
TV station and they create music for a series and you name it. You have all sorts of examples. Now, I'm talking about creating courses. I also know other people who turned their hobby or passion into something now where they're able to share that knowledge as well and turn that into actual business. I mean, I just love the fact that we have all these opportunities and anytime I see something new, I'm checking it out. Now, I know I might be a little bit of a tech nerd when it comes to that because right now uh, in my spare time, I'm actually checking out a couple of videos that compare um, online storage services, comparing Dropbox to uh, sync.com and others. Um, I'm not gonna get into that, but I just like the fact that there's so much knowledge out there. And the same way some of you leave comments under my videos telling me how much you appreciate the fact that I'm sharing what I know, I'm doing the same thing with a lot of other channels out there, and I'm learning a lot about stuff that I don't know anything about. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just happy about that. It fuels me. Uh, it gives me new energy anytime I learn something new. And, yes, it does take up a lot of my time. I spend a lot of time searching for um, new things. Or when I hear someone mention something once, I'll turn around and start to search for that, and then I find more information, and I make sure that I'm at least knowledgeable about the subject because it might come in handy later. Uh, not because I want to sound smart, because I just want to make sure that I know about it because it might turn out to be useful for me in some situation. So that's what I'm doing. Same thing with the social media marketing and whatever. It's always changing I'm not an expert, but I want to make sure that I know about the things that are out there and that are possible. And when something is a good deal, when something's not a good deal, you name it. Now, if I'm going to do courses, I have to learn about landing pages and copy. I have to start writing copy. If you're not familiar with what that means, that's basically the text that you see whenever you look at a product page. So not a normal page like i'm not saying that you go to the pioneer website and you go to their products and product page but whenever you get a link and you click on that link and you come on a specific page and on that page you get all of this information about the thing that you're looking at uh, and they're basically trying to sell you the product there's going to be a lot of uh there's going to be a lot of text in there and that's called copy so you want to make sure, or I want to make sure, I learn how to write copy so that I do place the correct type of text on my landing page for my course. Otherwise, I might make a course, and I might even be able to link people towards that course, but I'm not going to be able to sell that course if I have something written there that makes absolutely no sense. Now, I'm not the dumbest guy on the planet, so even without learning about copy, I would probably put something informative there but there are certain simple rules that allow you to improve your text and data has proven that certain things will definitely uh, increase the sale. So learning about that is something new for me as well. Look, especially if you're a creative, that's what I'm going to call myself. Like if you're a musician or a DJ, MC, you name it, uh, and you're into just creating, a lot of us were never really into the business side of things. I started DJing because I had a passion for playing music, manipulating music. I loved playing music out loud. Uh, I loved learning how to scratch. That was the passion, but I was never about business. And I had to learn the hard way, find out the hard way, because um, there are a lot of things you need to consider, even if you're just DJing. 
and you have to learn about taxes. If no one explains to you how that works, uh, you get in trouble after a while, and I've been there. You know, stuff like that happens. But a lot of creatives are just not really into the business side. That's why I've had a YouTube channel for uh, eight years now, and I was never able to really monetize that because there was never really a business side beside the content, the creative side. So now I'm educating myself on that side because I'm not really a salesperson or anything like that. Now, of course, you have the option also to just partner with someone who's all about business. Um, that might be something that I could see in the future. But for now, this is still too near and dear my heart to suddenly get someone involved. And I'm not really at that stage. If this is something that's scalable, then you might look at that. But at the meantime, I want to just make sure I educate myself. Also for the fact, let's say you're in a position where you start to outsource a lot of things. So at a certain point, I have to start outsourcing my video editing because I hardly have time to edit my videos now. I may have to outsource uh, sales if I get really into that. If I outsource that, so I let someone else do that work, I pay them to do that work, but I have no knowledge of how that works, how can I judge if they're doing their job right? Think about that. You want to make sure that you're knowledgeable of the thing that you're letting other people do for you in order to make sure you can judge if they're doing it right. So I've taught myself how to edit my videos. I know how editing works. I know how I want things to look. If I hire someone to edit my videos, I'm going to be able to tell if they're doing their job right. And if they're not doing their job right, uh, it's going to be a problem. And I might have to find someone else or they're not going to pay, you name it. Same thing with getting someone to do sales. You want to make sure that you at least know the basics so you can tell if that person is actually an expert. Because a lot of people out here, also thanks to the internet, unfortunately, uh, will claim to be experts at anything because they read one ebook. So you want to make sure that you have that knowledge yourself. I'm excited about this, um, but let's just return to DJing for a second as well. I, I said this was going to be all about personal development, but I want to talk about DJing as well. But when it comes to my personal development as a DJ, I've said this before in uh, a lot of different podcasts that uh, I'm currently not DJing as much, not just because I'm really focusing on the content creating, but also because the current environment is not really something that appeals to me. A lot of the music that's being played right now here is just music I don't really have a passion for. And I found out that even a lot of the new music that I like just did not happen to be the same music that the crowd was into. And that's perfectly fine, but I'm just not the type of DJ uh, who will adapt to anything a crowd wants to hear. I'm me and I play what I like. So for me, I'm currently, uh, I have it set in the background. It's not my main priority, but when it comes to DJing, I'm going to find exactly what it is that I want to play now. And I'm going to have fun playing that. And I'll start out doing that in podcasts and I'll share that with you. And I'm going to find my audience. That's what I'm going to do. That is something you can do as well. If you're currently not getting gigs you want to get, I've always talked about making mixtapes so you have some promotional material. But in this case, I'm talking about just creating an outlet for yourself where you can just play the way you want to play. 
You don't have to depend on the type of audience that comes to a certain club. You just play what you want to play. You record it or you live stream it and get it out there. And you have the possibility that you can create a fan base off of that. I'm not saying that it is going to work, but that is an option. So in my case, um, there's so much music that comes out that I like, and I'm still so into the music that we used to have. But I was labeled an old school DJ for a long time because we had a lot of old school parties here, and they were booking me for that. And I didn't mind the label, but it didn't really make sense because over the years I was always someone who was playing new stuff, and all of a sudden I turned into a guy who was playing the old stuff. Uh, but there's also a lot of dope new stuff that's coming out. But I found that I'm currently not really clear on what I would like to play. So that's going to be a little bit of a um, search within myself to see what I want to do. So I'm probably going to do a lot of live streams where I'll just grab some of the music I want to hear, play it, until I find that groove I'm looking for. I hope that makes sense because I can still do the parties that I've always been doing. And whenever I get booked for something like that, I know how to play that. Um, I just want to look beyond that and just, just challenge myself to find what it is I would actually like to play. And maybe it's a style that no one wants to hear, but if that's going to make me the most happy, I'm going to at least create that outlet for myself to get that side of me out there because I'm kind of missing that spark right now. I'm hearing, I don't know, there's so much out there that is not really me that is not motivating me to DJ as much. And I want to have that fun that I initially had when I was playing at home. So I'm taking it back to that. I'm going to find that music. I'm going to just get it into the computer, start one of these sets up, and start playing and start having fun to uh, really spark that side again because that's the most important thing to me. I want to feel that fun that that got me into this that's the feeling i want to have and i was not getting that feeling from a lot of the parties anymore so i want to feel that feeling first again that's going to charge me and fuel me to do more but yeah that's also part of developing you change over time your mindset might change uh your musical taste might change or you just feel that you're looking for something uh something else so before I continue, I want to thank the sponsor of this episode, Banzoogle. And Banzoogle is a website building service, and I use them for my Share the Knowledge podcast website. Now, like I said, I have a website that I built myself with WordPress. I know how to work it, but it does take a little bit more work. First, you have to school yourself, develop yourself to learn how to use it. Then you have to actually find a template that fits you. You have to totally change it and once you did that and you uh, downloaded and installed all these extra plugins to make everything work you will have to uh, keep that up to date maintain it and if you are not into that but you would like to have a website you could take a look at my sponsor Banzoogle because they offer the service for you and you do not need any knowledge of website building because they have a website builder. They have a lot of different templates out there that you can choose from and then you can customize those. They have a lot of stuff you can implement that can help you to promote yourself, sell your music, sell your merch, create a newsletter, or at least uh, um, get a newsletter out there. A lot of different things you can do all from within the platform and it makes it really easy and you never have to do any maintenance when it comes to plugins and updates because all of that is done 
for you. So if you're interested in having your own website, make sure you click on the link in the description box down below. They're going to give you a free month to check out everything they have to offer. And if you are interested in it, you can use the code SHARE and they're going to give you 15% off your first year. So again, salute to the sponsor, Banzugo. Uh, take a look at sharethenowledgepodcast.com. That is the site that I built with Banzugo, and that took me... I have to think it's a little while ago, but that took me something between 15 and 30 minutes to create. Um, and I think that looks pretty good. Next week, I'll just do a total Q&A episode. I might make that an extra long one just because we skipped Q&A today. So I'll post that question topic on uh, Instagram a little early uh, somewhere during this week so you have time to ask me all the questions you want there make sure you check me out on social media DJ TLM is the handle everywhere but every week on Instagram I'll post a video and ask you for questions for the upcoming episode of the share the knowledge podcast for DJ so make sure you check that out all right that's it DJ TLM with the share the knowledge podcast for DJs episode 8 season 2 I'll be back next week. You know where to find the podcast. Make sure you check out my videos on DJ TLM TV and subscribe to my newsletter. You can do that on my website, djtlm.com slash newsletter. Every week I'll send out a newsletter just to let you know what I've posted. And if I have extra news or something exclusive going on, you're going to be the first to hear if you're subscribed to the newsletter. All right, that's it. I got to be out now. See you next week. Peace.